six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. Hello, you're listening to episode 126 of the 619 Bearcast. Hooray. Woo-hoo. Featuring, Featuring Mike D. <laughs> the, part of, the part of Dave will be played by Mike D. I'll be sure to say Biscuit and talk about Bowie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave isn't here because Dave's house is being... Um, fixed yeah. or something. The stairs, the stairs in front of his yeah, house. Yeah, the stairs yeah. in front of his house. So we Very can't get in there. So he's living elsewhere and he decided to give himself um, a night off. Yeah. Speaking of something completely not related to the stairs, you look like you've lost more weight, Brian. Is it possible? <laughs> I don't weigh myself, so I don't know. As you're eating a cookie. I don't eat a cookie. And I will note that I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the all nothing diet, which is today all I had was popcorn at the movie theater and some dots and a Coke <laughs> and these cookies. I've forgotten to eat. I've been so caught up with something we'll talk about later, oh talk about later that I, haven't, I literally haven't had time to eat. What kind of person forgets to eat? The kind of person who gets really tense Busy. about silly things <laughs> and then doesn't allow and then doesn't feel hungry. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that I, happens. I, I think I'm losing a little that. weight. I've been going to the gym a lot and. Um, I've been um, using uh, protein shakes, so that kind of supplements my my meals. So I don't um, eat just like crap all day. I just have shakes and then a sensible lunch and a sensible dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that kind of shake, but it is like protein supplements. So yeah, and um, unfortunately, I had to take the rest of the week off from the gym because I uh, I injured my my right arm, not at the gym, somewhere else, and. Um, and it was really bugging me. So was it very fast, repetitive action? <laughs> exactly. No, actually, I do it with the other hand. I don't use my right yeah. arm for that. Because um, yeah, you have to click with your. The right other right hand is the mouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, so it's really frustrating because I I'm I'm enjoying going, and then to not be able to go now is it's making me antsy. But thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. Aren't there <laughs> exercises you could do that don't? Well, there definitely are. But I thought to myself, would I rather go to the gym and be frustrated and try to work around my arm, or would I rather go see a movie that I really want to see and eat popcorn? So <laughs> I went and saw. Movie. <laughs> I saw the way way back, which was actually really good. I liked it. I it's, saw your post about that. I hadn't heard of that. It's good. It's um, I don't know why it didn't get wider distribution. It's it's got a great cast. It's um Sam Rockwell, <clears throat> kind of playing this Bill Murray um, meatballs type uh, role, uh, and Maya Rudolph is in it. Um, um, who's her name? Name from Nice States of Terra, who's awesome, is in it. Steve uh-huh. Carell is in it. Tony wow. Collette. Tony Collette, who is in Muriel's Wedding. So it's got this really neat cast, and it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's very Meatballs-esque <laughs> it right in the sense that, um, what happened? Nothing. Okay. I was just hearing a noise. Yeah, okay. it was outside, and then it oh. stopped as soon as you took your yeah. headphone off. Cool. But in the sense that um, it's about this kid who is kind of inside of himself and doesn't stand up for himself, and then he meets this sort of dynamic personality who pulls him, pulls him out and sort of teaches him how to like live his life a little better, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But huh. I liked it, and it had a Trample by Turtles song in it, so... Uh, oh, cool. And I'm wearing a Trampoy Church shirt. I know, isn't that <laughs> oh, funny? Yeah. Yay. Not on purpose, but we're, anyhow. We're talking about going to the drive-in tomorrow again. Hopefully it'll be a better experience than last time. I had such a bad experience last time. <laughs> what are you going to go see? Um, so The Wolverine. Oh, yeah, which, yeah. I'm a huge X-Men fan, so oh my God. And then R.I.P.D. Oh. Uh, you mean Men in Black 
for the dead or yeah. whatever. Didn't I say that? It, it got a 10% on Rotten It Tomatoes. was Men in Black. But you, know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It looks cheesy and it could be really fun or it could be just rural. I've heard it's rural, rural horrible. I always kind of, what's the guy's name? Ryan, whatever. Reynolds. Ryan. Reynolds. So Reynolds. I've kind of been in his corner. <laughs> I don't even know why. I think because he was on that two guys, a girl and a pizza place like a yeah. million years ago. Okay. So I've always kind of hoped he'd do well, but he's sort of becoming like the kiss of death, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I liked him in Green Lantern. I, I liked like, Green Lantern but I despite Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he in yeah, but that was Blade not a good 3? Movie. Was that Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, he was hot in that, wasn't he? I don't remember which seeing one? that. Oh, yeah, Blade 3. Yeah. I still root for him. You know, I mean, I want him to do well. And yeah, he is a handsome fella. And, and ever since he did the, the Green Lantern oath in Hall H for that little kid... That, you know, which was amazing. I kind of was like, well, you know, he's probably a good person. <laughs> so. But I don't know about that Wolverine movie. That looks. Good. I heard it's way better than the other one, which is not say saying anything. a lot. Yeah, because yeah, that one was Stinksville, USA. Really, <laughs> I liked it. Oh, the first half is good, and then the second half is bad. That right. battle on top of the like the reactor that yeah, looked that like it was, was like made for a yeah, sci-fi Sharknado yeah. movie or something. And it has Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and yeah. Ryan Reynolds has yeah. Deadpool, right? He's all so CGI the kids are dead. Yeah. <laughs> and we come full circle. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, I, I going to the 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 uh, drive-in would be fun. I would almost do. Um, I wanted to see that one that scary movie that's out right now. What's the Conjuring. The Conjuring. That looks super scary. I've heard it yeah. was good. I watched the Evil Dead, the new one. I have. That, I want to see watched that. It. I watched it. Super scary. No, no, it wasn't scary. Had you seen the originals? Yeah, and it's just, just kind of. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't as cheesy as the originals, but there was one part where we started laughing. I don't really <laughs> want to give it away, but okay. I'll just say duct tape. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> and like we were laughing because we we're like really, <laughs> like. Well, but, we, yeah, because the first one. And the second one were kind of funny too. Well, in their the own first one, the, the first one was way. just low budget. The second one was super campy. It was right. Like okay, right. we yeah. get it. We're gonna camp yeah. it up. Well, like the bit. second one was like, hey, let's make the same movie, but like put that stuff in that we forgot to put in the first one. <laughs> and then the third, you know, um, Army, Army Darkness, Darkness, right? Was yeah, that ma- was fun. I like that. I saw it. I saw it in the theater. But that's what it was fun. supposed to be like at that yeah. point. Like they took yeah, it exactly. and ran with it. It was one of the last movies that was made without CGI too. Right, so. it's stop motion. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like old school puppets <laughs> and crazy shit. So. Yeah. So yeah, so now what if you have, uh, because you had jury duty today, does that mean you don't have to go back or you're going to be done by the time you go to the drive-in? So jury duty. I'm going to have another cookie. Yeah, go for it because this one's going to take a minute. So first of all. Wait, before before we get to jury duty. Yeah. So people in California, I don't know how far Albertsons goes outside of California. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I don't go to the Albertsons because it's full of trannies and it's crazy. But actually I do go there for that reason because it's fun (laughs) for people watching. But they have the best cookies there. And I'm just saying, you know, so if you're in Albertson, and peanut butter is really good too. Mm. They didn't have peanut butter. I would have bought no. some peanut butter. But anyhow, so chocolate chip cookies are pretty tasty. All right, so a little little backstory. I've been called to jury duty once, and we were dismissed like within a couple hours because of whatever reason. I don't remember, and that was years and years and years ago. I don't like jury duty. I don't like the. Co- I mean, I I get like the concept of it, but me being there, I don't know. It just freaks me out being in in. The room and the courtroom and everything, I just get all. Uh, and Why then, do you feel so guilty? What did you do? I know, right? <laughs> what are you hiding, <laughs> JP? They're gonna find out. But it's <laughs> talking in front of people. You, I mean, you've heard me like fall over my words on this podcast, and this is just three other people and me. Imagine me in a room with 
50 some other people and I have to talk about stuff. I just, I had a hard time getting words out. I just got all flustered and everything anyway. So, I'm surprised. Anyway, I wouldn't figure that. I know. It's just, I am surprised at how much this is affecting you. Like, no, I hate it. But okay, so first of all, I show up there and, and I had to get up at the hairy butt crack of dawn. And I, uh, AKA yeah. normal time yeah. for. Don't get me wrong. Else. I do like a, hairy, I like a hairy. I like a hairy butt crack. And I like a guy named Don, but I don't like Don's hairy butt crack when it has to do with right. getting up. Maybe you should go back to not speaking in front of people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't say that. Or you should don't say that. Don't use that as your opener. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, yeah, no, I had to get up at 10 to 6. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so I get down there, and as I'm standing in line to go into the building, um, I hear someone go, JP, and I look over, and it's our buddy Chris Snyder. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. So Chris and I were on jury duty together. So we're sitting in the room. Totally making cracks and stuff. <laughs> Davo last night was talking to us, and he's like, okay, so here's what happens. You go into the room, and then there's this guy with his pants pulled up to his nipples who comes out, and he talks to you for like half an hour. He's been doing it for like Ever. a thousand years. <laughs> I took a picture of him. His pants were pulled up to his tits. They're just right up Shut here. Shut up. Yeah. He's all been over. Old Because he's like stuck in 1943 with like yeah. the Fred Mertz pants. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, so anyway, but yeah, so we're sitting there and we're you know, kind of making jokes and stuff. It's and a every good time speech though, the first call. time you hear it, don't you think? It was good. It was inspiring. Man, yeah, the first time you hear it. Right. But, but it's yeah, all, it's yeah. very rah, rah, rah. It's Absolutely. like, you know, how many people come up to him and say, thank you for the opportunity to do this. And you know, you yeah, guys are blah, blah, blah. And it's very, yeah, it's very rah, yo, go. It's good to be a juror. Woo. So you and Chris are there belittling yeah. everything he stands for. Uh, no. Okay. To the people around us pretty much though. Okay. And, you know, we're sitting there, and he's on Growler, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're cruising people while we're in the jury lounge. <laughs> so patriotic. I know, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, and then every time they, you know, they call a group of people, we're just sitting there, like, cuddling next to each other. They're like, oh, my God, nummy, 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 nummy. And then they, you know, call up 50 names, and we're like, Whew, yeah, okay, fine. We went on a break, and while we're standing out there, I hear someone go, hey, excuse me, and I turn around, and he's like, are you on the... 619 Bearcast. Uh oh. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> they did find you. Yes, out. I am. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on your fan page and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, how are you? And the guy's name is James. Cool. Um, really nice guy. He's a rugby player. He plays on the Armada. Oh, cool. Um, and so anyway, we chatted for a couple seconds there, but he's asking Chris and I questions like, you know, what happens with this and this and this? And we're like, I don't know, I don't know either. I don't know. Um, and, uh, then we go back in, and then it turns out. But well, anyway, long story short, I met a fan while I was there, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so you met, so you saw a friend and a fan, which is kind of awesome. And a fan, which is awesome, and and now James actually is a really cool guy because we ended up chatting later. Um, I'm I'm sort of sort of a little flustered and getting uh, behind myself ahead of myself. Um, I got called. Chris got called, and then. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, fine, okay. He got called. I'm just going to sit here, and I'm looking at the clock, looking at the clock, and the time's going, and I'm, like, playing on my iPad and stuff, and I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's, they have to let us go to lunch at, like, 11.30. So if we get to 11.30, I figure, you know, I'm, I'm in the clear if they don't call me. Not at all. But that's what I was thinking. Hmm. And so it's time's going, it's time's going, and then about 10.55, they call it another group of 50 people, and I was in that. I'm like, oh, no, da, da, fuck, done. fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. That's so why JP texted me. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> not that. Well, never mind. Go ahead. So I get up. There. Yeah, but I get freaked out by the whole courtroom thing. It just, I don't know. It just freaks me out. I, it's I, just weird. It makes me wonder what you have hidden because it sounds like you. you might have but then a I criminal be. past. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, um, so yeah, we're out there and, and stuff, and it is just going to be a long, long trial because they got started late. They weren't able to get all the questions, excuse me, questions and stuff done today. So I have to go back tomorrow for still the the what is it called the voir dire process or whatever it is just just like interviewing Joie de Vivre or something like that voir dire no, that's not. <laughs> no this is totally not a Joie de Vivre it is totally yeah. an annoyance um, but anyway so I have to go back tomorrow to finish that up because it was just taking so long there was just so many of us and they got started late and just uh, so anyway um, long story even longer I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to go back again tomorrow. Jury duty, fuck. I so just, I've never dude, actually. Not bad. Okay, so Golly. I don't have the time to take off of work. I, I we get so, paid for five days, and this is going to be a seven day trial. So, so why didn't why, why didn't you, you do, why do five days trial? I why didn't I what? There, they, when you do it, it says can you do long or very long cases, and you say no. Well, I didn't know until two days ago that I got paid for five days. Paid for five days is usually normal. They're like long trials, like, you know, 30 days or whatever. Right, or 14 yeah. days, more than 14 days. Yeah, but you knew you were going to have I a jury duty like three months ago. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, I know. Start <laughs> diluting and stop diluting this with facts. I know. I'm sorry. Stop diluting this with the fact that JP never opens his mail. This is true. Oh, Lord. Very true. Uh, but anyway. Right. So, I mean, if, if you don't feel comfortable, I understand why it's no fun. Yeah. But, you know, otherwise. See, like, for me, hard. like, I would... I would love to go to like a long trial, but I can't yeah. afford to do it, you know, yeah. and I can't even afford to do the regular because my company doesn't pay for anything. Yeah. So if I go, I either have Surprise. to use my vacation time or I have to, you know, yeah. I thought you I thought companies had to. Pay. Yeah, they they had had to no, 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 they have to let you go. They have they to let you go. They don't have to pay you. Oh, wow. That's kind of messed up. Yeah. yeah. So I would get paid by the jury duty, which is like, what, 35 cents an hour or something? 15 yeah. stupid. $15. Yeah. I think um, the first day it's a but Chipotle the first day you don't coupon. get anything yeah right yeah, yeah. basically you which get, like, is a coupon which is to use the right which is like way bus. less than I make for an hour so I'm yeah. like no that's okay like, I used to do it because I was like well my my job is a nighttime job so I can go to the jury duty during the day and then someone said you're full dude why are you doing that like yeah he's like they're like don't just and I and I mean I still go but now if it says long or very long I just say no because I don't mind doing like a three to five day thing but if it's you like, could work. A night at the bar and then work, do an entire day of jury duty? I've done that before. Really? Uh-huh. It's not fun. I mean, but at the I mean, same cause, time, cause I feel like... Because the... we get home and still get a few hours of sleep yeah. and then... Well, no, it's just a full day. It's just like working two jobs, basically. Right. But it's like, at the end of the day, honestly, my country doesn't ask much from me other than my taxes. So, <laughs> like, once a year or once every three years or whatever, I have to go do this. And it's not that bad. And I like yeah. to think that, like... At least if I'm there, then I know that somebody like reasonably intelligent is helping this person get a fair trial, as opposed to some of these weirdos that want to get called and then have yeah. all these weird agendas. I mean, if you've ever been on right. a jury before, see, sometimes you, these people are—I mean, people are bizarre to begin with—and yes. then you end up on a jury with them, and you realize that they have their own agendas, and it's crazy. And that's the whole—that yeah. whole joie, whatever thing—it's the process is trying to weed out like the just insane people. Because they're there. Wadib. Muadi, yeah. Muadir. They had I, the last time I was in one where they were asking questions. It was some guy had had I don't know some like incontinence or irritable bowel syndrome, and his doctor had done something or whatever. And there were people. I think they reminded me of my aunt. Like they don't go out very often, so they never talk to anyone. So if you give them an opportunity to speak, 
they're going to take you up on it. So it was like one of those things where it's like, um, if any, if has anybody here had a, a close family member have you know irritable bowel syndrome or whatever, and this guy raises his hand, he's like, well, my mother's sister's father's brother's cousin's aunt had that one time, and we all blah blah, and then talks and tells like a ten minute story <laughs> about that. That has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> you know. And it wasn't uncommon. That happened like a couple times where people were just talking and it had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Yeah. So that part is what iPads are for. That's what you have to look forward to tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah. At least it's not the old days where, like, you know, you were lucky if you could bring a book. <sighs> yeah. You have all kinds of entertainment. Yeah. So, oh, poor JP. <laughs> Golly. It just, you know what? It, it's one of those things. So, in, okay, on the other side of it, I am the only person at work who does what I do. We have a new product coming out, and. That's not going to happen if I'm not there because mm-hmm. I'm the final step. What I don't understand then, okay, well, I mean, I understand because you don't take the time to understand how this all works, and that's why you didn't do anything about it. But it's really simple to call the night before and get you can you can postpone it like ten months if you want to. Right, call the night before. That's what I did. Or or on the back of the form that they send you, there's a whole questionnaire that says, "What do you do at your job?" Can you leave? Yeah, you can like, you convince important? them that you're indispensable. I've done yeah. Yeah. when I used to work with video games and like take my car around and fix video games. I would use that because there was no one else who could do my job, and they wouldn't they wouldn't have me do it. I didn't have to do it. So when you want to, you know, blame someone, just look in the mirror, JP. Fine. Look in the mirror. Whatever. <laughs> Reading is hard. Yeah. See, like for me, the the out for me is. My financial company doesn't pay for it yeah. and financially. For sure. That's so, valid. So there yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, so there actually yeah. is a thing on the back saying, will this financially impact you? It's like, yeah. uh, yes, like majorly. Yeah. Have you been yeah. on a jury, Mike? I, I, was a, I, was, I was, during that process, I was in the jury. And then I finally was like, look, I'm really stressed out about work right now. And this is going to affect my, like, I'm going to want to hurry this up. I'm not going to be able to relax and, like, focus on this. And I just gave him the whole speech. And the guy was like, okay, fine, you're out, whatever. Mm. Because um, I kind of freaked out. I was like, I'm going to be here for a week. I have same like JP. Like, I had stuff going on at work. And um, so that was the closest I got. And I felt kind of sad about it because it was getting kind of interesting. Like if I had the time, it would have been really, I think, um, you know, educational. Right. So I think they should pay people what you would get paid. And then it wouldn't. Oh, no. People. They can't. <laughs> no, that would work. Yeah. That work. Just like, you know, I can't claim financial hardship because mm-hmm. it's not a financial hardship. Right. Yeah. To be honest, even if I have to take two days without pay, that's not going to be a hardship for me. Well, well define hardship. You're also being a lot more honest than most people would be, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Yeah. The last time I was um, in that process, and if the trial wasn't even whether or not these people were innocent or guilty, they were guilty. And it was a sentencing trial. And these three people had like broken to a person's home in like Pacific Beach and like raped and beaten this guy, this woman, and then killed her boyfriend. Like really fucked up. Oh my gosh! And they're like, "Does anybody here feel like just based on knowing that these three people are guilty, that you wouldn't be able to listen to the arguments and give them a fair trial?" And I was like, "Boom!" Hand straight up. I was the only one who raised my hand. And they're like, "Are you sure, sir?" And I'm like, "I'm very sure, 100% sure." Because it's true. I was way too... I was like, God, knowing that they had done that, I'd want them to burn, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I guess I could have gotten on the trial or on the jury and just been, like, guilty no matter what. But it's like, I feel like everybody deserves a fair shot. And there's no way I would have been able to give them one. Yeah. So, keep that in mind. Well, that is in mind. I can't talk about the nature of the trial. Right. But the nature of the trial, and there's something that... There's a couple. There's a few things in my past that will... 
color my um, ability to be fair about well, it. And there you go. You probably won't get picked then. I already told them about that, and I'm not the only person. I'm uh, there are a few people who who have had similar experiences to me yeah. in relation to, and said, you know, I don't know if I can be fair, you know, fair and impartial about this because of how close this is to me. Say that it's going to interrupt your uh, trip to your Stardate meetings, your Federation meetings. <laughs> not going to work. No. Right. <laughs> no. Well, the other thing is that it flips it this. Is flipping me out so much that I'm having to take Xanax a couple times a day just to be in here. I could use that. You could use that. That's, that's true because I took Xanax this morning. And All right. Well, you know what? You like, know what, JP? Just be glad you don't. You're not living in Russia, okay? Because that's good. In Russia, no, things are that. a lot different. People don't have the same rights. In fact, gay people especially have like just <laughs> like about nothing no good rights. going on for them right now. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we should have just a blinking sign going. Yeah. That was a segue. Are we still pointing? We've been doing this for like three. We're approaching year five. Uh, is it really that long? Yeah, Holy five shit. years in October. Oh, in October. Wow. Golly. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, um, we're bringing up um, Russia again. Uh, we've talked about that in the past, just about how crazy it is over there right now. Um, and there's been some stuff that's been posted and um, recently um, about, and there's, there's photos from various Russian prides over the years that are kind of all being put into one article. I think it's just to gain, you know, put the spotlight back on them just because it's a scary time to be gay there or be a gay tourist there. And um, something that happened today uh, was one of our listeners, actually. This is, you know, Reed. It just shows you, like, what one person can do to get something in motion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reed sort of, like, um, casually mentioned to me if, if Pex would be dumping Stoli. Um, and right. I said, that's a good question. I, I don't really know. And, and so I put it out to uh, the manager of the bar... And he was like, and, you know, he was it, it kind of like, well, you know, is anybody else doing this? And I quickly went on the Internet and I and saw a few articles and I, and I saw that Sidetracks had dumped it in a couple of other bars. And I said, yeah, there's a couple of bars doing it. And he's like, is anybody local doing it? And I said, no, not, the, not that I know of. And I said, and I go and I went and I go and I went on Wikipedia and the only vodka that we have, because we have Chopin, Sky, um, Three Olives, Absolute. And um, Grey Goose and Seagram's, of course, is our well. And none of those are made in Russia. Um, almost of them aren't even made in Europe, um, other than like um, um, Grey Goose and Absolute. And, and I think no, Sky's American also. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so, you know, we double checked. But then um, on Wikipedia, at least, it lists um, Stoli as being made in Russia and Latvia. And, of course, for me, that was enough for me to say, hey, so Stoli's, you know, on the Russian list, you know, and he's like, okay, well, let's let's dump it. I'll tell him when they, because he, um, and so he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm going to tell Jesse when the distributor comes up today to have them keep the Stoli on the truck. And I was like, wow, okay, well, that's cool. And um, so, and he goes, and put something on the Facebook page. And so I did. And, you know, I definitely thought it would get a reaction. I had no idea that it would kind of, like, become a thing because it's, it's, like, clearly, like, our most commented on and um, noticed post that we've ever done on the, on the page before. Um, but it felt like the right thing to do, you know. Now, of course, now there's lots of um, things are coming back about it. Like, I mean, Stoli has put out an official statement, you know, um, very much saying that they support the LGBT community. Um, and they have in the past. I mean, much like, you know, like Coors Light and other, you know, manufacturers have supported LGBT after they've done stuff that's sort of gross. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a t- it's weird. It's like it's gray. Um, <laughs> it is very gray. It's very gray. And, gray not because, 
And when you get down well, I mean, to, like, I mean, to the uh, actual, yeah, when you yeah. get down to the actual, like, where is Stoli that's shipped or that's used right. in America actually made? And as far as you can tell from looking around the internet and reading and all of that, is that the components of the vodka are made in Russia, are farmed in Russia. But the vodka itself is like made and distilled in Latvia. Right, yeah. But the guy who owns it is, is a Russian. 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 Yeah. Mega million. So, and that's the thing is, yeah, the company itself might support you, but that money is still going back to the government yeah. and back to Russia in exactly. some form. And, yeah. and and the people who are and and the people who are kind of like saying that this isn't necessarily where to put your passion. Like, right. why are you saying? Why are you doing this with Stoli? Why aren't you like, you know? There's other sort of more. Um, I guess I could, yeah. there's what? other ways of going about making a protest rather than boycotting, you know, a specific okay. brand. But well, that's a good question though. What other exports are there from Russia that we use on a regular basis? Nothing know. except vodka. Well, <laughs> the way I look at it is like it's creating a dialogue first yes. and foremost. Right. Yes. This post that we've made has reached over 5,500 people. It's been shared 60 times on Facebook so far. Um, and it has just people talking about it. And just talking about it, there were people that didn't even know that this stuff was going on in yes. Russia. And, yeah, I mean, the downside is is that if Stoli is actually innocent, then they're the ones who are sort of getting, you know, torn. Or, but uh, maybe as a big yeah. corporation conglomerate, they can go to the government and be yeah. like, look. Well, like, and yeah. they definitely have, you know, a voice, and they do, and they're already using it. But um, at the end of the day, some of Stoli is, I mean, like, Stoli in Russia is made in Russia. I mean, you know, the bottle says Russian vodka on it when it's not made for use in the United States. So it's not like they don't have any ties to Russia. They're not, you know, um, but I can see why they're trying to distance them. And from some, of the, from some of the reading I've been doing, they've been trying to distance themselves from Russia for quite a while. Um, and probably because of, you know, things like this, you know, the Russian government is, you know, kind yeah. of bass backwards. So, you know, it, it's it, as, with all the support that we've gotten for making that decision, you know, there are some people saying like, well, you know, this is armchair politics. You know, you know you're just like not really putting a lot of thought through it or, you know, what have you. So it's but, it, you know what? There, there's more thought. And you, Justin, had a really good point about that. Even if the company is innocent, we can say, look, we're sorry, guys. But the fact is that the money, your taxes and everything else are going to Russians and it's going to Russia. And therefore, we can't support yeah. that. And hopefully then Stoli themselves will go to the government. Or they'll go to whoever's making the policies. And go. Your policies are causing us to go under. We are going to lose, you know, we're losing all this business because of this mm. bullshit. Then they can move out or they can, you know, figure something else out. Yeah. But, but it opens the dialogue and it opens it from, a, like you said, like a large corporation. Mm. They'll, um, right. I mean, that would be like, that would be like if everybody here boycotted Coke. You don't think Coke would go lobbying and be like, look, you guys need to change your freaking laws because we're losing all this money? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it all, it just, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, totally the one way of looking at it. I mean, the other way, you know, the, sort of the advocate side that, you know, like I said, there's like maybe four sort of vocal detractors from, you know, um, from what I've been reading on Facebook who are saying like, oh, how do I want to put it? Um, bolts. Sorry, <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought. It's been, I've just Sorry. been... Um, it's like all day because I've been really trying to do my due diligence and make sure that, um, you know, all the information is there. Um, and so, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like I told Tom, I go, look, we've made a passion, a decision based on passion. And no matter what the outcome is, you know, we, we were making that decision because this is something we feel strongly about. 
Right. And you know, now Texas is not exactly it. like a political bar, um, but it's just one of those things where it's like this feels right. It feels like it's the right thing to do. And um, I mean, I, I even went on like a Russian um, gay Russian speakers on Facebook page just to see what their take was on it. And they were totally like posting the letter from the CEO of Stoli and saying like, this is awesome. Like they're actually having to respond and they're having to take action. And, and people saying, well, this sounds like spin and propaganda on Stoli's part because they're just trying to buy yeah, time yeah. and get people to think, you know, say, oh, look, I mean, it's like just because a company, it would be like if Chick-fil-A like sponsored a pride event. They're still, they're still fucking Chick-fil-A, right, you know? Right, yeah, that's So good. it's one of those things where it's like, you know, or or even like oil companies like Shell, you know, like if they bought a 7-Eleven for people in Nigeria, it doesn't mean that Shell isn't still polluting riverways in Nigeria with pipelines and shit like that. It's like, it, you know, just because you support us, it doesn't mean you're for us. It means you're kind of buying us off. So if your money is going to Russia, if you are growing things in Russia, um, then, then you're still, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you're still supporting a country that hates gays and lesbians. So, how much actual stolies would you say the bar serves? Like, is that a popular? It's very popular. I'd okay. say um, it's yeah. probably right behind Absolute. As if you're not going to drink well, you're probably going to drink either Absolute or Stoli at our bar. Okay. Um, There's I mean, a lot of flavors too that are really tasty. We only carry three flavors. We carry, but I will say they're the only. Um, company that makes blueberry for the most part. So if you're ordering a blueberry and something, it's Stoli. And that's, I mean, there are Stoli drinkers at my bar who are going to be like, well, fuck, you know, and they'll have to make a decision. But it's like, if you tell them, well, we're doing this because we feel like money from Stoli is going to Russia and, and Russia is very anti-gay right now. We just don't agree with their politics. Then I think people are going to be like, okay, well, that's more important that, than then having blueberry, blueberry and soda, <laughs> you know, and, or raspberry and soda. Because that's, that's only the three flavors that we sell. But they do sell. I mean, it's not like it's like an easy decision. Like, it's not going to affect us yeah. or our distributor because we, we sell an extremely high volume of, of, of vodka, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and gays love vodka. I mean, I will say I posted a, um, an article from Yahoo that kind of said, like, why gays aren't drinking vodka anymore or whatever. And that article was actually kind of bad. <laughs> but because uh, it just made gays sound like, I don't know, like, what? Like really queer vodka drinkers. What am I missing? Uh, nothing. You totally derailed us. <laughs> I don't know what the. Was I supposed to say something? I don't know what this means. Twenty nine minutes. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm now. I'm gonna have to edit because you guys are all. You don't have this. to edit. I was just telling him to move back. That's all okay. it means. Oh, That's okay. all I want. Move That's back okay. because I can hear you breathing. But this is good. This is like, like this is like behind the music, God. the podcast. Now they know that sometimes JP does stuff that derails. That's okay. I was actually losing my train of thought again. So it's. Better that um, that we stop okay. there. Well, the the other thing that the other thing that I've seen was that people are saying they want to boycott the Olympics mm-hmm. there too. Now, my issue with that is the Olympics is kind of this whole like the world gets together peacefully and like to me it almost well, that's what they almost sell you when you're in elementary that. school. Right? There is a precedent because we boycotted them last time they were in Russia. Ah. Right. Well, they were being right. bad. That was in 1980. I don't yeah. actually okay. remember why we did. Big middle of the Cold War, yeah. and yeah. But my my feeling on that is that I just feel horrible for the athletes because it means yeah. so much to them. And I didn't think about that initially. Initially, I was like, "Yeah, we should totally do that." And then I was like, "Oh, well, wait, man!" But like these people train like their whole lives for this thing, and now we're going to take that away from them. Yeah, and it's like we're punishing them because of this country being a dick. Right. Um, but I don't know what the 
you know what I don't know how to what to do. I do know that there's a lot of high named um, or high profile companies that are boy that are pulling their sponsorship from the Olympic Games because of the LGBT stuff. I think Coke might even be one of them, which is ridiculous because Coke's huge yeah. for the Olympics. But um, right, that's I wish game. I had the, the whole list of, of people that had pulled it. But that's the thing. I mean, it's I mean, we know there's 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 hundreds of countries that aren't fans of gays and lesbians. Our right. you know, a lot of people in our country are not fans of us. We all right. know that. But it's it's some of this legislation not, yeah. is just really scary the in policy, Russia. It, it's it, yeah, it's really scary. It seems like in the past, I'm going to say year, all this stuff just came to a head yeah. really quickly. It's it's the kind of stuff that was going on in Uganda and you know those African countries where I. Not to sound, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not, uh, anybody? Like a word? super privileged white guy? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, you know, I can understand that, that you've got people who are, are spreading these lies or whatever down there and, and working on emotional response. So you have these people who are going around killing gays and, and whatever, and you right. the, the kill the gays bill in Uganda and all that shit. I get that that's happening there. I think it's a tragedy, but I understand the process behind how that happened. But in Russia, that really surprises me. It seemed like they were, 10 years ago, it seemed like they were really on the road to, you know, being a world citizen again. And now they're totally taken, you know, 20 steps backwards. Yeah, it's almost like when you look at Russia, you're like, well, that's what America would be like if we had a Tea Party person in Ooh. charge of things. Right. <laughs> like, you would lose your economy and your freedom that quickly. Um, I mean, you know, who's to say it's a very general statement, but that's sure. I mean, from over here where I'm standing, that's kind of what it feels like. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's it's, it's, an, it's an interesting debate. And um, as the person who's kind of like keeping an eye on, on Pex's Facebook page now, I'm really trying to stay abreast of it because. If it does come through or, you know, the general consensus amongst LGBT leaders is that Stoli doesn't need to be boycotted, then, of course, Pex will be the first one to say, okay, hey, no no problem. Yeah. We'll start selling it again. But in the here and now, um, it's creating a dialogue. It's definitely getting people to notice what's going on over there. And to me, that's that's huge. So I'm sorry, Stoli, if you have to take a bit yeah. of a hit. Um, but it, it just it isn't clear right now. So until it's clear... I, I would love to hear from our listeners. Please For sure. Chime in on the Facebook page on either PEX or on, on the uh, 619 Bearcast page and, and let us know how you feel about yeah. this. Or how do you feel about boycotting pro- um, companies and products to begin with, do you even think that it's that it's effective at all? I mean, yes. like for Chick Fil A, mm. for that sort of example, yeah, know, kind of thing. Is. I mean, I think gay people have a lot of money, so you know, gay yeah, people, yeah. oh, they only do drink a lot of vodka. Yeah, I, mean, so I know it's like a vodka, cliche, yeah. but shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and you know, there there have been uh, things on Facebook that even though no matter how much I hate Facebook, that you get gays and their straight allies together and start start raising a fuss on Facebook sure. and things have changed. Yeah. You know, policies right. have changed. People have, have reversed their position or, or, or said, we're sorry. Mm. You know, so... Well, you know, speaking of, like, uh, of gay shit, um, we had Pride um, a couple weeks ago and then we lost it. Now it's gone. <laughs> now we lost it. It's gone. <laughs> Our Pride has flown away. Did you guys have a nice Pride? It was fun. We had a great pride. Uh, <laughs> uh, right after. Uh, we we left the parade like right when it ended, um, and I went and bought a scooter. But that's unrelated to pride. But that was so most of our pride weekend was riding around on scooters. 
So you're and being pretty, extra you're gay, a, a proud yes. scooter owner. There's nothing gayer than that, really. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It that's cool was really fun. I've had a scooter since 2008, and this is the first. And time you've I've been riding it since 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, this is the first time I've actually had someone to ride with. Wow! Did you so, really? You got your scooter in 2008. Eight. Wow. It just doesn't seem like it's that long because he hasn't only he's only ridden it like five times. Right. But I thought you got it. I used to ride it all as a listener. I thought you talked about it deep into the podcast. Yeah. And didn't you guys start? You just didn't start in 2008. Yeah. Really? really? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I got it. I got it about. The I just know we started in October. Started, and I got it in about October. Oh wow. Yeah, so, we'll have to go back and see. Thing. I mean, you know, yeah. when we first started making fun of them about that. Uh, <laughs> um, did you have a good pride, Justin? Did you I did. go out and um, do things? I went to the parade, of course, and watched that. And then we went back to the house and kind of relaxed for a little bit. And then we went to Rondelli's pool party. Oh, yeah, I heard that was nice. That was cool. It was actually really nice. Really, really nice. Yeah. Like, there, it didn't get crazy. Like, Mike kind of felt a little rejuvenated from. Yeah, the other one was big. Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't like a whole ton of people there, and it was it was really nice, and everybody was cool. So it was good times. Times. Nice. That was it. I'm curious if anybody saw Latoya Jackson. I guess she did a concert during Pride. No, I didn't go to the festival at all. (laughs) I thought it was kind of shenanigans that like George Takei had to share his um, whatever the they call that. The car pride. Um, and, um, oh, the uh, grand marshal. Grand marshal. He had to share it with Latoya Jackson. How did that happen? Oh, that sucks. I think maybe they like asked Latoya, and then George was became available. So they're like, "Well, we can't just take it from Latoya, so we'll have to give it to both of them." Or I was thinking <laughs> more like they. It was supposed to be George Takei, and then Latoya Jackson was just gonna be the performer. Uh-huh. She's like, "But I want to be grand marshal," and then they kind of like, said, okay, "Okay, you're kind of half." And George <laughs> is kind of like. <laughs> but but what was really cool about the whole thing was my old roommate Don was George Takaya's bodyguard. Oh, fun. For, for Pride. And he is a huge Star Trek fan. So he was uh, just huge. on yeah. Cloud Nine. He was like, huh. when, he, when he found out a couple weeks before, he was like texting me, oh my God, oh my God, I get to be George Takaya's escort. And I'm so like, you get to talk to him and... Yeah, and like hang oh out my. with him all day. Yeah. Oh, oh my. And Brad. And Brad. <laughs> so yeah, so he was super excited <laughs> about that. I hate myself so much. Okay, this is years and years ago. This when the Super Bowl. That's not, was very, in, proud. <laughs> not very proud. When the Super Bowl was in San Diego, um, I went to Gordon Beers for dinner, and I was standing outside getting ready to go in, and I saw this guy standing next to me looking at the menu. And I'm like, gosh, that looks like George Takei. This is crazy. But I'm like, do I talk to him? Do I not talk to him? And I ultimately didn't. He walked in. There's Brad, Brad. and I'm like, motherfucker. So then we went in, and we we're just like staring at him the whole time, like. There he is. You should have talked to him. I've heard. He, I mean, you know, from listening I had a whole on, speech. I'm listening to him on Howard. He just yeah, seems like it's just a neat, neat guy. I was going to really praise him for all of his stuff that he said on Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really. He was at the time they were they were a little bit more homophobic, and he was very much like a voice yeah. for. He would be like, so. "Well, thank you, Mike. So well, how so you have made your acquaintance, George Takei. If you ever listen to this, um, <laughs> we all we're, think you're awesome. Yeah, famous. we think you're great. Yeah, I saw him when he did that um, that show here at the Old Globe, the one about the Japanese internment. Oh games. right. Oh, we saw that. Yeah. Did we yeah. see that together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It was great. Yeah, I liked it. I did. You know, I didn't know if it was ready for Broadway, but it was, and I think it, it is good. going to Broadway. Is it? Right? The last I heard, but that was a while ago. So, um, so yeah, so that was Pride. I had a nice Pride, too. Um, everybody was pretty well-behaved at the, at the bar. It was actually kind of unsettling how well-behaved everyone was. I mean, people were having a good time, but they were all, like, 
staying hydrated and asking for water. And I was like, wow, this is pretty neat. Girl, are so, you all on E? Yeah, I know. Who knows? <laughs> no, it wasn't necessarily that. But, um, no, it was just, it was good. I was you know, very worn out by the end of it. But um, all in all, it was a very good experience. Cool. So we have other gay stuff to talk about. Um, apparently, there's 10 rules for having a gay relationship. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Justin's going to tell us what those are. <laughs> And these so are, we are rolling our eyes. I'm kind of nervous. So there was, I haven't read any of those. <laughs> so there was there was an article that came out, and it's been going around Facebook today. And I kind of got into a heated debate with this one guy who basically told me I'm worthless and don't need explaining to. That's what friends are. <laughs> yeah. For. Um, well, he wasn't a friend. He was just on a friend's page and mm. started spewing off stuff about one people in rule number one should be punched in the face. Um, and discard it because they're using people as worthless. Okay, wait, 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 wait now you're, yeah, begin. you're like saying every third word. I think you're meaning to say. So it okay, sound like so anyway, rule number one is um, the mistakes that gays and lesbians make are open relationships or having threesomes. That's like rule number one. So if, if people are supposed to break up because of that, then. Every couple I know will cease to exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, honestly, I don't mind because then there's more in the dating pool. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently that's rule number one is no open relationships. Okay. That that's That that's a big no-no because you're just recycling something that you're not going to use again and you should just break up. I know people who not only have they been together for over, over right. a decade, but some people are married and still have a somewhat open relationship, yeah, right. and it all works for them right. because they're they're best friends that choose to continue to live together. It's really sweet. <laughs> I'm just giving the other opinion. If we all sat here and fucking <laughs> sucked each other's cocks, this would be boring as dirt. Okay, I'm just saying what people will say when they don't agree. No, and that's with pretty you. much what that guy I was saying. I just want to give you the help. Thank you. And that's pretty much <laughs> what that. I agree with that. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what. And that's pretty much what the, what the guy online that I got into argument with was basically saying. Because I said his comment, like everybody was like, somebody else was like, "Oh, I've been hurt by that before. My my ex cheated on me." And I'm like, "Well, I'm not talking about cheating. Right? Like cheating is completely different than an open relationship. Like that's something that you've communicated about that you have rules set. You know that." you guys agree upon. I said, that's different than your ex cheating on you. And then this other guy comes in and says, well, all people in open relationships are just using a human being as an object and they should just be punched in the face. Well, I mean, that blah, sounds blah, blah, like blah. someone who's single, who's probably been used right. by people in open relationships <laughs> right. and who hates himself because he can't be strong enough to say no to having sex with people in relationships. Right. And so he's angry yeah. because yeah. people who are in relationships won't leave their partners to be in a relationship with him. Right. I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. Right. I mean, I've been, dude, no, I, I understand his, yeah. I understand where he was coming from, but then I was yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that all people in open relationships should be assaulted then for having an open relationship. And he was like, I don't need to explain myself to you. You're just worthless. And I was like, uh, well, fuck off. In other yeah. words, I don't really feel as strong as I feel about my opinion right now, and I don't have the time or the energy to stand up for myself, so I'm just going to disappear and call <laughs> exactly. you Exactly. Or he doesn't with really a have a, a full argument. Right. Right, exactly. Because he didn't think it through to begin with. Yeah. He did. I mean, right. I, he, dude, made him, he made a blanket statement. Made, yeah, we've all made reactionary yeah. statements, comments on Facebook, and then realized <laughs> that we were kind of wrong after we did it. Right, yeah. I mean, and by we, I mean I've done that before. <laughs> um, okay, so that was, that was rule number oh, wait, one. Wait, wait, before you go on, again, right. as the single guy in the room, um, it is sort of frustrating um when when men are in open relationships only frustrating to the extent that you're just like all because then when you get hit on by people who are in open relationships you're kind of like well you know i mean that's all fine and good for you 
You're right. not losing anything. You know, you're going no, back and, to your partner. And I used to feel the same way when I was single. Yeah. Was, uh, great. Yeah. Another couple took. But I'm, I was I'm, I'm, in, in. I'm investing in you <laughs> emotionally because I can't have sex and not have emotion in it. And so, but you get to go, oh, honey, I had the best time today. I got to have sex with a stranger. And they'll be like, oh, that's great. Let's go cuddle and watch X-Files or whatever. <laughs> but the other person <laughs> is at home after that. And they're by themselves. And they're thinking, wow, you know, that would have been nice in a prolonged way. So it's tough. I mean, it's, it's just you have to be strong um, when you're single. And you have to, like, take responsibility for deciding to have sex with someone who's in um, um, a relationship. And if you're in a relationship and it's open, then you have to take responsibility for the idea that, your partner might have chemistry with someone right. else well, and, that's, and, and that's, end up falling And that's kind of what it hints to, too, is, you know, you open yourself up for that. Yeah. And so right. I so, can understand yeah. that, but, you know. But to make a blanket statement that no one should ever have an open relationship, that's right. yeah. ridiculous. Right. And punching in the face. And wanting right. to punch right. them in the face is right. ridiculous, too. Okay. So <laughs> rule number two Ooh, is, is, is your, your neediness. Um, common relationship mistakes are attracting themselves too much and too quickly to the person that they're dating. Mm. Now that I can totally agree with. I mean, I have done it. I've had people do it to me, you know, where you're just so into this person and then you throw yourself in there. And then especially if you're just texting, right? Like texting, it's like, God, you can be like the end of the first day. It's like the end of the first year, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So that I can totally understand that. Um, number three is arguing. Um, of course, no relationship is perfect. They're all going to argue, but arguing about everything all the time can be very toxic. So, you Don't know, you if, know couples like that, right? I, I know couples that. Yeah, that I know couples that argue all yeah. the time. Yeah, and the, and it is very off-putting and unsettling when you're around that too. Like, it's almost like they've it. forgotten how to relate to each other right. in a way that doesn't. Be, right, you know? and at that point, I mean, I kind of agree. Like, you should because it says, you know, at that point, you should just let them go. Like, because. I mean, honestly, like, do you really want to argue about every single thing? Yeah, all the or time? figure like, out why you're arguing because it's probably yeah. not because you disagree. Right, right. <laughs> but what if the sex is really, really good? Yeah, the argument. Then you continue to have sex after that. You just oh. don't be. You just in don't a relationship cohabitate anymore. and be in a relationship. Okay. So but, you'll be in a relationship with somebody else. It's an open relationship, and then have sex with your right. pets. Yes, exactly. Which is why okay. marriage is so dangerous. <laughs> but that's not going to work. They need to be <laughs> But it's good to voice your opinion. I mean, the, there's the other end of the spectrum where you don't argue ever, and there's this sort of. People aren't speaking their minds and whatever. Right. But there's right. a difference you between and, and you lose. There's a, <laughs> but there's a difference between speaking your mind. You didn't and want to have a scooter, JP. Right. You forced him into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four: being with someone for comfort. Example: money, favors, an apartment, etc. So, aka sugar daddies, right? Ah, uh, they're really hot. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Right? <laughs> Mike's trying to decide which one of you is the sugar. Yeah. Daddy. Okay. It depends on the week. Here's, a, here's yeah, another true. one. That, here's another one that I was kind of like, ugh, really like. You could tell that this was written by somebody that's been burnt quite a few times. Um, going to the club together. You shouldn't go out together. What? What? Yes. Okay. Wait. We're also not the people he's talking about. Right. We are not thin. Yeah. We are not going to the club the way people go to the club. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. With the drugs and the sex. But and it's the just crazy saying, like, a club is never a place to spend quality time with your boyfriend. While it could seem innocent, there's alcohol and a bunch of hot guys. And alcohol? And, well, and, well, no. you, and while you say that your eyes are only for him, they might wander. So basically, you're really? saying that, yeah, so basically, you're saying you can't look at anybody else. Yeah. Like, that's, come on now. That's a little ridiculous. Like, Wait, was this really the 1920s? Right. Yeah. Right. Again, I don't think they're talking about a bar or a restaurant. They're talking about a thump thump club with lots of smoke and lots of sweat 
and lots of scantily clad boys rubbing against each other. Yes. That's what I think they're referring to. And I'm not saying that that makes it, you know, that that makes the point valid or not. I'm just saying right. that's what I think he's referring to. And that kind of goes along with number six. Again, you're afraid that people are going to hit on your boyfriend or look at them is putting your relationship status on Facebook. That part I don't get. And, and, their, and, their, and their logic behind it is you might get that guy who feels that your boyfriend should definitely um, change his relationship status um, to Facebook to prove his love, but that could harm you because your boyfriend might get noticed by other people now and get friend requests from them and, you know, basically what? get hit on by random people. Yeah, because he's... <laughs> In a relationship, he's right. going to get hit on. Yeah, because there are people that just are out to do like a dangerous liaison style. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, like that just you. makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, it's like if anything, what? again, as a single guy, I would really prefer that you have it there. So. Right. So that way, I'm not hitting on yeah. you thinking that you're right. single. Right. Yeah. So I mean, are you kidding? I mean, there, I think there's even like a Tumblr meme or something that says something like that moment, like you see the cute guy and then you friend them and then you look at their status after you friend them and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it doesn't show up until no, after right. you friend him, and then you're yeah. like, uh, "Oh, you're like, oh, he's so much more awesome." Before I realized he's been in a relationship for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so those two are kind of weird and like back to back. So that's kind of off. Now this one, I agree. Not allowing your boyfriend to go out with his friends, and they're not saying you shouldn't do it. They're saying let your boyfriend go out and uh, have his friends not. and uh-huh. hang out with his friends right. and all that stuff. Which, of course, yes, you should be two separate people. Right. You yeah. should still be able to go and do stuff. you got to let him be able to do that. Right. You, you can go out with your friends as long okay, as they so come I guess along. I totally <laughs> borrowed. I borrowed Mike one night. So I apologize. <laughs> and I, you do, actually. Yeah. You and then it was great because when he said goodbye, he totally blew me. It was like, does he do that for you every time? That's, I mean, that yeah. was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it was nice. All right, so I apologize. It's not ten rolls; it's seven rolls. So, uh, seven. Yeah. Well, uh, and the thing is, I mean, there's merit in, in a lot of those, and then there's just a couple that are total head scratchers. Right. Like, I don't really right. Get like you're it. like, yeah. what? I think and that's the thing is, like, I agreed with some of it, but yeah. some it's like I want to write like ten random rules for gay people, just because gays will get like all yeah, bent to, out of shape about it. Right. But a lot right. of those lists, I mean, especially like in magazines, they do that in. Right. It's not how they really feel. It's to get... Right. Like they're trying to drive traffic. Well, the, the thing that sure. I was like, oh, God, is because people were just reposting it like crazy today, and we're like, oh, this is so good. These yeah. are so good. And it's like, no, no stop. Well, but some of them are. Some of them, them were, totally but... totally have merit. I mean... Yeah. Like just, three out of the seven. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the open relationship thing one is really, is really interesting, because it's, it's so much a part of our community. Right. Yeah. True. And it's part of Jada Pinkett Smith's. Yeah, what was that about? I what? saw part Where? of that. What? What's going on there? Well, it's it's old news. Like they Jada and Will they, had open relationship. They kind of yeah, they kind of came forward a long time ago, and she mentioned something about them being in an open relationship, and it kind of like blew up for a minute, and then it died down, and then now it kind of blew back up again. In the whole Americans forget the, everything after three months. Right. <laughs> and so she came forward and was like, let me clarify this. She's like, I'm only going to say this once. Is basically, Will and I can do anything we want within the confines of our relationship. Oh. And we don't consider it an open relationship. We consider it a grown relationship. Like, You go, girl. Now, just if you could just be like, focus that energy on making good movies, <laughs> that would be pretty neat. Right. So, so anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, movies and things. There was a little thing called Comic Con last weekend. Yay. Oh my God! Hooray! <laughs> I was there. And so the three of you there. went. No, you didn't go this year. I did not. And go I this still year. have not been, but I am going next year. I can't believe you haven't been when I you're know. such a super nerd. It's not easy to get tickets. It's though. not. I don't even no, know how to easy. actually. It's yeah. not easy. But that's the thing is, my friend that went this year, 
Because now you have to save your ticket from last year yeah. for something for the pre-registration to Holy get a ticket. Holy shit. Your badge, so, whatever number on there is yeah. what you would use to... So he's, and you can get up to four tickets, so he's going to get me a ticket for mm. next year. So I'm totally, fingers crossed, going to go next year. So Did you awesome. go all four days? or I went Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. By Sunday, I was like, forget it. Yeah, yeah. After a couple of days, I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I feel like I saw... Just about everything, except for Holly. I loved, I loved the gift that I saw with them, with Hugh Jackman, actually, talking about walking around Comic-Con dressed as Wolverine. <laughs> and people, like, I guess he was walking around there, and people were like, you can't do that. And he's like, watch me. And so he dressed up in his Wolverine costume and was walking around, and he said nobody stopped him. But some people were like, dude, that's not, like, and, like, we're nitpicking his outfit. And, like... <laughs> Really? Because there were a bunch of beat up looking Wolverines that were yeah. getting a lot of but good they attention. Like, they were like, "That's pretty close, but you're too tall," or like all this other uh, stuff, uh, and like uh, making uh, comments to him. Like, and yeah, stuff. that's good, and but you're too gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then, so he was like laughing about that at the panel. I guess oh, was funny. that he was walking around, people were critiquing his outfit as not being authentic, or he was too <laughs> tall, or he didn't have the right hair. Or, like, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't think I, I think it's been like maybe three or four years since I went last, and um, you know, it's definitely even bigger than it was before. And now it just sort of like it's spread out from you know the convention right. center. It's it's all over. Well, the place, and now all from what I've heard, a friend of mine who's an architect, they're saying that next year they're actually removing the stairs that go down to the bay in the back, and they're actually expanding that whole area. Which is about time. So, I mean, really, right. they should. There's there are ways they could expand the building, and it, it needs to be done. I mean. You go anywhere. You go into the hotels next door because now they've moved it, you know, into the hotel to the left. They have the Indigo Ballroom, and that's where they do a lot of the adult swim panels and stuff. So that whole hotel is full of stuff. And then the hotels to the right, that's where, like, Nintendo had their whole thing. And you go there, and there's just as many people there as there are in the actual convention center. So you went to some of that stuff? I didn't go to the Indigo, no, but I but I went to the next door because that's where the Redemption Place was, and we got free stuff for going to the... um, Game of Thrones panel. Oh, um, oh, nice. Which was just crap. It was like a Game of Thrones bag and a book that I already own and nothing really interesting. <laughs> oh, and then Dean gave me his ticket to get, not Dean, I'm sorry, JD gave me his ticket to get um, the How to oh, Train Your Dragon poster over there. <gasps> yeah, cool. it's the same artist that I guess does had, had done like um, yes. the uh, Star Wars and Indiana Jones posters. Um, Do you remember so. what the name of that movie was? No, I had I had. The we met. Thing. This yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, he was there, yeah. I didn't get to meet him. He was standing right next to us because Dean was talking to him about yeah. something. So there's a so the guy that did the posters for all the Star Wars movies, yeah. and I guess there's a documentary now about him, and he just right. retired, so it's yeah. probably They had a panel, and, um, and Dean uh, sat in on it. On, I think it was on Friday or Saturday. Saturday, Saturday it was. Yeah. So I'm I'm not clear on how you saw Tom Cruise. I saw Tom Cruise. He was there. He was, <laughs> he was doing a signing for a movie that he's doing with Emily Blunt and Bill Paxton. I saw a picture of it in Entertainment Weekly. It's some sci-fi, and he's wearing like this armor or some shit. And that sounds familiar. He was there. Was I mean, it Oblivion? No, no, no. This is this is like it's a year a, away. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a picture of it, and if you have Entertainment Weekly, this this. With you the said it was on the floor. Or on the floor. Hall H. On the floor. I don't understand how no one else. <laughs> what? No one else. What? I don't know. No one else I know like saw him or talked about it. Or... They're not awesome. <laughs> Dude, I will tell you, there was a twenty-minute stretch where I had um, I got this uh, rabbit, which is actually I really want to show it to you. Um, it's in that bag over there. There's a there's a box in that Plants vs Zombie bag. Um, That's a cool bag. Yeah, I got that. I got that in when I was in line doing my Castle Crasher stuff. Get down from there, Isaac. Get down. <laughs> so, um, no. 
So I, I saw this, and I decided that I wanted to get this for myself as, like, my main Comic-Con present. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, um, we already gave out all the tickets for it, so um, we don't have any more. But if you come back at 2 o'clock after the signing's over, if there's any extra, you can get one. So I go back at, like, 1.45, and there's a bunch of them there. And I'm like, cool. And I'm sitting there, and this guy, random, who doesn't even work there, is like, well, dude – what you should do is just see that guy in the pink hat over there. Just go talk to that guy, and then and he'll let you slip in with the with the um, signing line. And I'm like, you think? He's like, yeah, do it, dude. And I'm like, okay. So I go over to the guy in the pink hat and I say, hey, um, I haven't, I didn't get a ticket, uh, but I want to get one. Can I slide into the signing line? And he's like, yeah, for sure. He's like, go ahead. And I'm like, cool. He's like, you want to know why? And I go, sure. And he's like, because you don't have that crazy manic energy that you have to have everything now. Uh. And I'm like, oh, good. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I go, that kind of bums me out about Comic-Con, too. It's like those people that are just like, they'll run you over, you know, to get this fucking whatever, you know. Because that's one of the things is getting the toys there. It's a big deal to people. Oh, my so God. So it's a Labbit. I am such a fan of Labbits now. Yeah. And this is and it's signed. Oh, my God. Where? Yikes. Oh, my God. Isn't that cool? What is a um, labbit? A labbit is, um, that's a labbit there, too. Oh, okay. It's like a rabbit, but this was like a cool, like, uh, flesh-ripped-off-the-body rabbit with, like, a zombie hand still on it. Um, one giant <laughs> eyeball. Yeah. I'll post a photo of, like, of my swag <laughs> to uh, to the, uh, the page. That's yeah. But that was, like, my wild. one big. So I got that done, and then I had already bought a pink knight from the game Castle Crashers. And I wanted to take it all the way down to the other side of the hall um, to get it signed because the program and the artists were there. So as I'm doing that, I literally, in that time, saw Joss Whedon doing a sign for The Shield with the whole cast of The Shield. Cool. I ran into, um, uh, was it Ryan Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead, <laughs> who's also a super Robert hot... Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Yes. I'm sorry. Robert Kirkman, who's a super hot bear, creator of The Walking Dead, and got my picture taken with him and like totally like put my arm around him he's like nice and thick and hot and he's <laughs> yeah. tall too he's like six foot two or six foot three wow i thought he was shorter no than he's that. totally tall and then right after that i saw tom cruise and i was like wow that's fucking tom cruise what and about the, feathers and cadillac and then uh, i know right thank you and then um, <laughs> that's jp's joke and then right <laughs> after that i saw most of the cast of uh, true blood like all within 20 minutes i saw all of that wow that's cool. saturday was like blowing up um but uh so I was having a blast, and then and I bought like a bunch of stuff. Like I bought um, this print, which anybody oh. who's a fan of of adventure. Oh, nice! And I, it's funny because I went to this art booth, and um, as I'm there, I'm like, you know, I go, I totally bought some pins from you guys like four years ago. He's like, oh yeah, we had these little pins that had adventure dragons. I'm like, wow. I go, at least I'm consistent. Like I came back to the same <laughs> place, and I got a picture with the artist because he wanted a picture with me, and so that was kind of neat. And then. I got this really cool three-headed dragon thing. <laughs> yeah. That was the game. They had a lot of this ever. stuff where this guy basically goes to Japan and he buys um, old molds and then he, you know, refurbishes them and um, yeah, because the I used to have the original toy of this, yeah. like because it's from Godzilla. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, Dave White's collection of those? He has the real yeah. deal. That guy, because the ones he gets are very expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So this guy just makes them and then paints them mm-hmm. like crazy. That's well, that's, cool. that's, that's this is all from yeah, exactly. So that's kind of cool. I like it. That is very cool. Um, and then Martin Sue, who's a um, really neat guy, great artist. He's the one who does that, that octopus print guy that I have there. So I try to see him every year, the one that's over the doorway. And, um, and I've always given him shit about not having big boy sizes in his shirts. And so I, I tracked him down, and he had a triple XL, so I bought a shirt from him. Uh-huh. And, then, um, and then we uh, blogged each other on Instagram. But I got to see him again, and he's a really nice guy. And then I got this little pussy cat. Which is cool. <laughs> That's like, yeah. So I just saw that. And I thought it was really cool because he looks like he's doing um, karate moves. 
And then the pink knight that I got from Cashel Crashers is, is this little guy here I haven't taken out yet. But the cool thing is that, so the programmer wrote this, this was the knights, and then the other, one of the other guys oh my God, cool. did the pink knight with like, he asked me what little animal I wanted to put. And then, so the third guy said, well, can you put one of those um, uh, squirting deers, you know, because if you ever play Castle Crashers, there's yeah. deers that squirt poo. So he put a squirting deer with a guy with a knight riding him. But they were really neat because I was telling him, I said, how much that game resonates with me because of me, you know, I used to uh, manage a video arcade and that the side scrolling and it's just so thoughtfully done and like infinite replayable and just really great game. And they were like, as I'm talking to them, I, I could tell they're giving me these looks like, oh my God, you're saying everything we love to hear. So it was just we'll a neat. Anything. Yeah, that whole Saturday was just everything just happened kind of perfectly and I had such a good time. And I already had, see, I have the green knight and the blue knight up there. So right, now I right. have the pink knight, too. So you have the pink knight. The, the, just the sense of humor in that stuff? game, too. Yeah, it's right. all over there. Oh, okay. I saw Xander from Buffy. That was my special. <laughs> that, would be, oh, yeah. that would be worthwhile. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. And there was one moment where I heard the crowd go crazy across the floor, and I yeah. ran over, and it was the entire cast of Walking Dead just standing there yeah. in the uh, Walking Dead booth. Yeah. They had the yeah, one of my cast friends, of uh, Game of Thrones out, too. I guess there was like some Metallica thing. Yeah, yeah. they were doing their and, movie. And yeah. one of my friends actually took a picture. Uh, the guy that plays Daryl was there. Oh, okay. And he was like hanging out with one of my friends, and they were like, yeah, like, pictures <laughs> yeah. Stuff, it was so. crazy. I mean, there was like I saw Kevin Bacon at one point. I mean, it was just like I mean, I was like naming like the the stars that actually I was excited about. But yeah, there's lots of people that like you know Kevin Sorbo. I mean, there's we saw um, the guy who played. I'm trying to think. He was on the Drew Carey show. He had short black curly hair. He played like Jeffro when they made a movie out of the Beverly Hillbillies. Anyway, he was walking around on the floor, and somebody pointed him out, and I was like, oh, yeah, that sure is him. He was also in office space. He played the guy's next-door neighbor. Anyway, hmm. So, yeah, but you just, you know, see stuff like that. So That's cool. It just, it, having, like, I wasn't even going to go, and then J.D. and Dean said, hey, we have an extra pass if you want to go. And I was like, well, yeah, for sure, because free is awesome. Yeah, because I just listened to your the last podcast, and all of you guys were like, I'm not going to yeah. that. It just ended. It was like well, because our you know one of our listeners, um, David, who who lives in New York City, who's a big friend of the podcast. Yes, um, he was in town um, doing an event for Viacom, and they put um, a party on down at the called Party at the Park. And so David and Stephen were like, "Well, come down to that." And so I did, and grabbed JD and and Matt Foley, who was visiting from out of town, and we had a super good time. They had like an open bar, and they had like artists and stuff and it was neat and um and then that night jd's like yeah we have an extra pass and so we totally velvet mafia the line for hall h and had <laughs> um the gays like help us get to the front of the line and we got to see simon Pegg and nick frost talk about their That's new movie cool. and so that one the line for hall h yeah uh metallica played in hall h at, or they did a, a panel at six thirty in the evening yeah so in order to see metallica not only would you have to get into the line but you'd have to be there literally all day more or less, yeah. So I gave I mean, up on that dream. Well, you could have been in the line because once the Game of Thrones panel was over, the hall almost totally emptied because uh, everybody was there like for Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Yeah. So at four o'clock, you probably. I mean, when we left, that the whole switchback thing was still full of people. So I don't know oh, if for okay, sure okay. if you would have gotten in. But the other thing we realized then we could have done, but we're not ninjas like freaking Mike from Ohio is, is that <laughs> if you leave the hall during a panel, they give you a bathroom pass. So you can give that bathroom pass to anybody you want, and then they can take your place inside the hall. 
So it's like little like kind of insiders, uh, kind of like yeah. the having the Dave Cobb technique at Disneyland. <laughs> like you have to have like the sort of the velvet ninja technique yeah. at Comic Con because Mike seems to be able to get into everything and do everything he wants to You're do. Like how do you do that? Yeah, yeah and yeah. then I realized like, oh, okay, you know, he's got nerds in high places and he's figured some stuff out. So. Speaking of him though, and making it full circle, um, mm-hmm. Mike of all people got me a Metallica shirt. Oh, from, cool. And it says like Comic Con whatever. And I think That's the name cool. Of the movie. So, oh, that reminds me. I do have a free shirt with me, but it's a large, so I don't know if anybody see if you knows anybody who's a large. <laughs> but it's a Game of Thrones shirt that I got from the panel. Ooh, I'll take oh, it. Yeah. Is there, yeah. Would Jason wear it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so that was Comic-Con. I gotta say, if somebody wants me to go for free next year, I'll go again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So now you guys had something that you wanted to tell us about called Chromecast? Chromecast. Oh, yeah. So go, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, I just saw this. Okay, something. so my friend Rob the other day, or yesterday, I guess, um, messaged me a link to this thing. Um, it's called Chromecast, and what it is is a tiny little thing. looks like a thumb drive, and on the surface, it's like, oh, my God, it's it works like an Apple TV. You can broadcast stuff from your phone or your tablet to your TV. So it's the Google Chrome solution to Apple TV. But that's on the surface. Then quickly, JP did some research. <laughs> so okay, so what it oh, is, oh, and then the other thing is, it's thirty-five dollars. So it's like, yeah. oh my god, this is going to kill bucks. Apple TV. So basically, it's um, it plugs into an HDMI port on your um, on your TV, and it runs a stripped-down version of Chrome OS. <clears throat> okay, what you can do with it is within Netflix, Chrome browser. Uh, Google YouTube? Play and YouTube. You need to have an app that's enabled for it, and then you launch the app, and you can stream. Well, not really. Kind of stream from your phone to this, and it shows up there. But what actually really happens is that you're not streaming from your phone. You're just sending a URL across Wi-Fi to the device, and the device goes and grabs the URL and shows and shows it on the TV. So it's not. It's a little bit different. It's like, you know, on Apple TV, when you go to Netflix and you choose something and you can watch it, what this is doing is you're using your phone as a remote saying, I'm in Netflix and here, send this over to there. And it just sends the URL and then that thing picks it up and starts and starts, starts playing it there. Playing it. So it's not streaming. It's not the same thing like on Apple TV where you can mirror your device or you can stream movies or whatever or music, whatever. It's like a stripped down version of Apple TV. Very stripped Very down. down. And it's the one that does it's the one that does stuff, which just can be kind of cool because it saves on your battery life on your phone or whatever else. All you're doing is you're sending a URL and then you're controlling that huh. from your phone. Because we all need kind one more thing to play, one more thing to play Netflix on. You know? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, see, the that's Netflix like pointless. The, like. Yeah, the Netflix coffee mug is coming out yeah. next year. So. It sounds exciting. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a neat idea, though. It's if nice that they're really throwing just, their hat in the ring. If you haven't yeah. already invested in all kinds of Apple products exactly. and stuff, there might be a sort of a niche market yeah. of. Um, so yeah, what I was thinking that it would be really good in conference rooms in companies actually because if you're using the Chrome browser, which is what they want you to use, then you can. Whatever you you know type into the Chrome browser, it sends that URL to the device and it shows that up there. So if you are um, showing stuff on on your conference room TV or whatever, and you're talking about web pages and things, which is what we do at my job all the time, you could use this device for thirty five dollars to let people do that, which might be kind of cool, inexpensive. Yeah, that's neat. and it works on. Macs and PCs and Linux and huh. any any device that has 
Chrome. You can do it from your phone, from a tablet, whatever. So it's kind of nice. Oh. 35 bucks, whatever. Um, but it is not an Apple TV, and it's not a replacement for Apple TV or Roku or whatever. Well, but still, kind of cool. I like anything that, that puts out more competition for Apple to make Apple TV stay relevant and yeah. ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been long overdue for a new Apple TV version. Well, they put out the the third one that yeah. does the true 1080. 1080, but that was over a year ago, yeah, I think. Over a year ago. Well, it was the second. Oh, oh no, the right. second one was it's Apple actually, TV, too. It was actually two one. years. Yeah. Because, uh, well, they had the black one, and then they had the other black one. Yeah. Right. The, so one I have the, I have the first the black one only does 720. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. The first Apple TV. The very first Apple TV was, was a big thing that had a hard drive. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't so have I, I didn't have that one. I got the next one, the right. 720. Yeah. Did you ever bother to upgrade? Not yet. I, 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 I didn't see a reason to. I'm waiting. Well, now I kind of want to because yeah. it's having some issues. Like, oh. I have to restart it all the time. Really? And stuff. Oh. Yeah. But the big, the big upgrade would be if they could, if you could play games. And you know, turn it into a console, right? Because it is an iOS device. Play right. games, use your phone as your. Yeah. As your I controller. love. Um, I do love the new the HBO Go and all that stuff. Me too. You know, except I, I sure do. I don't know what my freaking password is for Cox, and I don't want to get on the phone and try to figure it out with some moron. <laughs> so actually, because I just got HBO back yeah. and stuff, um, and so I got completely caught up on Game of Thrones nice. and um, been watching True Blood and stuff. So. And then I just signed up for HBO Go, and I'm like, oh, everything ever is oh. on there, and it's so awesome. I just got my most recent cable bill. It was $203. Yeah. And I don't, it used to be like 190 and that was hard to live with. But now that it's $200, i am really thinking like Bundle. things are out of hand. Bundle. Yeah. Bundle what? What am I bundling? Because I added a phone, which I didn't have, uh-huh. and it just knocked it down like 60 bucks. What? Yeah. What do you pay? I pay 120 for what? For everything. And Bullshit. HBO. Bullshit. Silver package. But you must for have like gotten some starter program thing yeah. with HBO, no. though. No. All right. It's well, $10 a month for HBO. I don't want a phone. What am I going to do? I'm not going to plug it in. But I just... Uh, what, you don't have to. <laughs> okay. All you do... You get a phone, and it saves you $60 a month. That's well, okay. Maybe it it's like. probably time to call and see what's up. Because, I mean... Because, because I do happens, have HBO and well, Showtime. that happened to me. I was paying I was paying 140 Do you have a DVR, too? Yeah, I was paying one hundred and fourteen dollars a month for basic cable and no channels, and then I called them and they're like, "Well, for one hundred and twenty, you can have everything." Holy like, crap! I what? need to make a call tomorrow because <laughs> I mean, the only thing I have that's sort of unnecessary is I have a, a cable box in my bedroom, right? That I can—it's that whole home DVR, meow meow, whatever. Right, right. And I'm thinking like maybe I get rid of that and just go back to not really having real cable in the bedroom, right? Even though it is really nice to watch. That's what I do though. I have an antenna. Yeah, but if you got HBO Go, yeah. and it works fine. Yeah, an HD antenna, so you get all the, like a lot of stations, but not yeah, everything. Yeah, I don't know, maybe like ten. Yeah, but that's enough to leave you. In. And the thing is, half the time I just turn on Apple TV in there anyway. Yeah, and I watch whatever is on right. Apple TV. So and now you can have HBO okay. Go on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a note to self. Call, <laughs> call Cox and pitch a fit. So with that, yeah, it's just really interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how well that does, or yeah. if it totally fails, or whatever. Yeah. And cool. if it makes Apple make more stuff. Right. right. Cool. Well, I I would it's think that idea. at this point we're probably we are done. We are at right. time. We well, need to Good. we need to call it. Cool. Um, All right. Because well, I have jury um, duty tomorrow. I will, I will uh, start tugs here. I have a tug for uh, for Matt Rose, whose birthday is tomorrow. Oh, happy, um, happy birthday, birthday, Matt. Yay, happy birthday, Matt. Um, Yay, happy birthday, Matt. Um, to Dean and JD, who were in town uh, last week for Camacan. And it Yay, was it was nice meeting them. Great to see I mean, see. I knew JD, but... <laughs> You'd met them both before, right? I don't think I'd really met Dean oh, yeah. before. I mean, I'd seen him across. Oh, that's right. Coachella. We had that talk. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was it was really great. It was neat to see them and, and good to hang out. And apparently, Dean's like fucking besties with Kit, whatever his name is, who plays Jon Snow on Game of Thrones, because oh. he's in the new How to Train Your Dragon movie. So huh. they're like sending pictures to me, and I'm just like, "Fuck you both! Shut up and leave me alone. If you're not going to invite me, then don't tell me." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looked really tiny. Like when yeah. I saw the picture, I'm well, like, compared to fucking Dean. I mean, well, yeah, but still, I'm like, wow, yeah. Jon Snow is small. You are anyway. so small, Jon Snow. <laughs> you know nothing about size, Jon Snow. Um, to David and Stephen, uh, David, active listener of the podcast, and uh, Stephen, two awesome people from New York. Thanks for hooking us up with the fun party, and I'm sorry I couldn't see more of you. Um, to Matt Foley, who's in town, it was awesome. I've, I've known Matt from Live Journal for a gazillion years, so it was great to finally really get to hang out with him. Um, to my pal Robert, who I got to hang out with um, at Comic-Con also. To Mike from Ohio, who, of course, is super cool. And I, I've now I've told him that he's an official 619er. Yay! Yay. Yay. He's such a sweetheart. He's great. He is. Oh, I also wanted to mention um, the good luck that we had with uh, Lyft, um, which is this yeah, new local actually, oh, car service thing. Do you guys about know about that? that? Yes. We saw Just one barely. Yeah. I, I see them every once in a while. So if you've used Uber, it's kind of like that, but it's like communal Uber in the sense that anybody can be a Lyft driver if they want to. And you just put the pink mustache on your car and you have the app. And I, I'm sure there's more to it than yeah, that. Yeah, you have to sign up. For, yeah. I've actually looked into it because yeah. I thought about doing it just as a little fun side thing. Because like, mm-hmm. you can pick your own hours right. like and days that you want to do it. Um and you, you have to go through a background check and like a DMV check. Thankfully, thankfully. I was right. gonna say, like, how <laughs> yeah. keep psycho and they, um, but then you know, if you pass the background check and your DMV check, then they insure yeah. you and everything. Yeah. And, and then it um, just, yeah, you just open just up the app cool. and you it links to your Facebook account and you link it to a credit card. And then if you need a lift, you just say, I need a lift. And it says there's these drivers nearby. And when it assigns you a driver, it sends you a picture of the driver, what they look like, and what their car looks like. And then as it's getting close, it'll sh- like have their phone number, and it'll actually show you on the map where their car is um, with regards to you. Nice. And we had three different drivers. All three of them were incredibly nice people. One of them was this cute little chubby guy who was adorable, super nice. <laughs> um, very clean cars. One of them even gave us like free bottles of water. She was super sweet. Um, one of them was not a good driver and didn't really know where they were going, but she was still very nice. <laughs> and the nice thing is that if you three-star or less them, then you basically don't get them again. And then they rate you also right. to protect them. So that way, if you're a, dir- a, dir- a jerk and you get low ratings, no one will pick you up or right. you don't know what happened. And, and I heard there's actually like a personality thing or something that they do too to oh, yeah. kind of try to match you up personality oh. wise. Oh, too. okay. Oh, yeah. I have to say, so taking a cab from my place to downtown for Comic Con with tip was like $21, $22. Getting a lift was $10. That so we actually special. tipped our driver like eight bucks just because we're like, we're still cheaper than a cab. Okay, so how does it work? Because with Uber, you pay through the app. You don't right. You pay through the app with this also. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and then, you have, and then a, the you have driver 24 gets paid, hours to pay. And then the driver gets paid once a week. Yeah. yeah. And I think right now with the way it's working, they get paid a certain way. But then if it goes official, they'll get paid a different way and they'll get more money. I'm not sure exactly how okay. it's working. I do know that it's one of those things where it's like enjoy it while it lasts because... I think in San Francisco, Chicago, and New York, it's already been killed by the cab um, unions. Because mm. uh, basically, who would take a cab if you can just do this? It's yeah. so yeah. much more fun. Well, good. Yeah. Because cabs are way overpriced. I know. Well, maybe they'll stop being yeah. dicks, too, sometimes. Right. So um, that's uh, that. And then uh, a tug to Mike D, who's uh, guesting with us. Hey. Yeah. Yay. Hey, that's to me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to give a tug out to a lot of our new listeners 
that have been joining the page and stuff. Um, I've been adding a lot of people lately. Um, I noticed. I don't know all their names, but... I was um, sitting in jury duty today getting notices that people had joined it before I went to go actually add them. You'd already added them. Yeah. Like, right. oh, damn, you're on it. <laughs> it was slow today at work, so I was kind of on <laughs> Facebook. I was um, in jury duty. Yeah. It was, yeah right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, welcome to the page. And I've also told, um, actually, quite a few people that I've been friends with on Facebook for a long time apparently didn't know I was part of a podcast until I started arguing with people today and they were like <laughs> and they were like oh well I want to listen to the podcast what's it called and so there will potentially be a few more listeners joining awesome. us so awesome um to uh Joe in Virginia you're awesome and to of course my man Jason tug 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 <laughs> that's it um I'm going to tug Ed cuz I always tug Ed yeah Ed. <laughs> yeah well done um, <laughs> my boyfriend Jeffrey <laughs> Um, my, my homies from Comic-Con, um, Chris Snyder, Dan Yay. S., and Jamie, locally, um, they were all really fun to hang out with. Oh, and, sorry. And uh, Rob, this guy I met. Um, I knew him through, like, Instagram and stuff, and then we ran into each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, Comic-Con, I saw so the picture. Cool. That's cool. That's the same Robert I tugged. Yeah, we're the next day. We're both yeah. tugging the same Robert. Yeah. He cool. seemed really nice. He is very nice. And then my friend Todd, he's a new listener. And oh, that's it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, I have one more tug. Um, Ron from Arizona. I got to meet him. I've been chatting with him forever, like for years, and we've never actually from Phoenix? met up. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a sweetheart. Yeah, and we've never actually met in person. He's a sweetheart. And we've, never, <laughs> <laughs> we've never actually got to meet in person. We got to meet at Pride, so we were like super excited. Like oh I would God. like to tug on Ron officially as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yay! Okay, um, tugs Mike D because I always tug Mike D. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, to Jamie and Rob also, Rob especially, um, I hope you're feeling better and, and better. Um, uh, to JD and Dean, it was great to see them. To uh, Mike Three also, Matt Foley, again, also talks to him. Um, last time I saw him was at TBRU in 2008, so it's been five years, and um, it was great to see him again. Um, we didn't get a chance to hang out too much, but still it was nice to, nice to see him or whatever. Um, tug to Jeff Patrick. Who is listening to us while recovering from an eye infection? Oh, I know, poor guy. Know. Poor guy. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, that's that's one of my neighbor's dogs. Yeah, yeah. I'm the luck. I'm the lucky one, right? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. It's um, not as bad as it used to be. It actually used to be much worse. <laughs> uh, imagine. Tugs to James that I met today at um, uh, at jury duty, who um, is a listener. Nice. Is a listener and very nice, and it was great, great to meet him. And also, huge tugs to Chris Snyder, who's my jury buddy, and we had a lot of fun. Yeah, he got double tugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, right. um, and that's it. That's and it. Cool. Well, I'm thanks JP. for listening, and oh, goodbye, JP. Bye, JP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Brian. And this is Justin. Bye, bye, bye Justin. Justin. This is Mike. Yay, bye, goodbye, Mike. So. Thanks for listening, and, and aren't you um, proud of us for putting out an episode? I know. Thanks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs>